Sweet, we're rolling, we're rolling. Yo, what up, guys? It's the bro, George, that dad, Jordan, on Instagram. Um, sorry, I've been a bit slack with my uh, podcast. We've only, we haven't done one in the last couple of weeks. Um, been real slack, so sorry about that. Thanks for listening anyway, guys. You've been uh, so encouraging and all your questions and stuff you've been ask, asking, we'll uh, get back to you on. But um, this one's a special one. We've got the bro with us. This is our very first guest on the podcast. So, um, yeah, bro, welcome. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me. Nah, sweet. Um, so, yeah, uh, got Andy Archie with us. Um, he's a guy that I've known for a while, longer than he's known me anyway. Um, used to follow him probably <laughs> a couple of years before he actually knew me. And we actually met properly through a mutual friend, which is my cousin. Well, he's actually my uncle, but call him cousin because um he's only a couple years older than me so which is pretty cool and um hold on hold on he doesn't actually like being <laughs> he, he doesn't that like you being told I'm good. <laughs> it's, it's probably it eh? it's true because i was like oh, like oh yeah sweet because I, I, cause I remember when his um his old lady was over and we came and seen her yeah yeah and, and um and, she, and I was like, oh, hey, cuz, like, saying hi to him and stuff. And she's like, oh, you know, that's actually your uncle. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that's right, that's right. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and now that you see that, I was like, oh. Well, okay. he told me, he told yeah, me one yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, um, that you guys, or, or, or a couple of you were calling him uncle. Yeah, yeah. Goes, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, calm hey, down, calm just down. Just call me cuss. <laughs> 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 call me bro. Oh, no, oh, no. Making me feel old. Hard. Oh, no. <laughs> And um, no, nah, that's crack up. But he's definitely someone that I wouldn't mind getting on here too, because I bet he's got a bit of a story as well, oh, just like for yourself. Sure, for sure, I think everyone's got a story. Hard, and it could definitely. I think like even just from me starting this this podcasting, I think it's benefiting a lot of people because I've got heaps of questions from people going like, I enjoyed this, I enjoyed this certain part of this this podcast, and I was being like blown away, like how much people it can actually like impact. Mm. Yeah. Which has been cool, so and it's like it's, even cool, like yourself, it's relatable, bro. Yeah, which is what's encouraged me to, um, yeah, hard to, uh, I guess, become a part of it. Oosh, uh, oosh. get a feel for it, and um, yeah, bro, maybe up my open up my own chapter. Yeah, for sure, that's bro. What we're talking about that's earlier. cool. Well, that's right, and like well, I started it because it was sort of sort of a free platform. Like I was like, oh man, like if I could sort of talk to people, you know, mm. like this, it's just like another way of networking or like you're doing your part for the world bro that's the way I see it <laughs> hard bro I mean? nah I appreciate it eh? thank you heaps Jazz has been enjoying it as well yeah uh, it's, it's been nice but, um, to you guys yeah thanks bro but um yeah just no one like I know for the few people that uh, don't know you bro like what's your background where you're from brothers and sisters brought up how what when yeah um yeah so my name's Andy Archie Andrew actually is, is my it's my my real name but I go mm. by Andy yeah. <clears throat> reason being is I, I feel that Andrew is um, is a very white boy's name and I'm, I'm quite dark skinned <laughs> <laughs> Andy isn't much more of a yeah, yeah. is a brown boy's name either Under, but it, it's kind of so, yeah, took yeah. away from the whiteness yeah. so does there. any does anyone call you Andrew in your family my, my mother and, and father they do. still call you yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and a couple of my siblings do but yeah. I, I find it really weird when they call me Andy I've because I've Because you grew up with them calling you Andrew. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. But yeah, for yeah. anyone else that calls me Andrew, it's like, yeah, yeah. you got to be really special to call me yeah, Andrew because yeah, I don't yeah. actually like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, 100%. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so I grew up in Auckland. Um, um, I'm Māori, Māori Samoan, Chinese, English. My mm. iwi is Ngāti Uwai, uh, but I grew up in Auckland. West Auckland till I was nine, moved over to the shore 
uh, when I was 19 years old and uh, spent majority of my life over, over there. Mm. Where I, I learnt a lot of my lessons growing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, moved, moved her to the shore and mm. then from there migrated to Australia uh, just over three years ago. Yeah, sure, bro. Now that's mean, um, far out, because, like, when I, well, I think we'll sort of go into go into this a bit more, but, um, like, that was a little bit of your background, but, like, sort of, like, you know, going into there now, what about, like, with bodybuilding, bro, how did that sort of come to the picture? Was that from a young age, like, bodybuilding? was your, was your, did your dad bring you up, like, what was it that got you into that? Bro, I, I think, um, from a very young age, I always... Were you sporty? I was sporty, yeah. yeah I, I was sporty up until I got to the, the the shore. Actually, no, I played basketball on the shore. I played footy, mm-hmm. um, uh, rugby league, yeah, in West Auckland and Hamilton. Sorry, I was there for a year, yeah. And then uh, moving to the shore, I was playing playing a bit of ball, basketball. Yeah. Um, I never carried on on that footy journey. I didn't know anyone when I first moved there, so I mm. sort of went with what everyone else was doing at the time. Yeah, hard as you do though. Yeah. Like yeah. Even, yeah, even I did that. Um, I mean, I, I regret it because I, I feel like there was a lot of, there could have been a lot of potential there. Hard. Um, but you know, I'm 31 now, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no turning back. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, bro. So uh, I was always into sports and, and I think at a, well, I know at a young age, I had three things. Oh, I can't okay. tell how how young I was. I'm I'm thinking like single digits. Oh, three okay. things I wanted when I was a very young kid was yeah. to have muscles, yeah, to have tattoos, and to have a beard. True. <laughs> and where do you think you got that? Like, where do you think you sort of got that from? Like, what oh, like, at a young from, age? I you're think saying? from movies. You know, yeah, yeah um, sweet. You obtain the certain image that you yeah. want to yeah. hold later on, and yeah. when when you grow up. What um. What sort of movies were you into as young? Like, were you into like your Dragon Ball Z? Like, what were you? Like, Dragon Ball Z, bro. Like, sort of, like, anime and that. Anime. Uh, my old man was big in anime. Um, yeah. He was big in kung fu. Uh, oh really? Of, yeah. What Bruce of, Lee in there? Yep, Bruce Lee. Uh, a lot true. of underground kung fu um, movies as well. So yeah. back when we were younger, uh, when we were oh, again single digits, yeah, sort of around the Wu Tang era, which is how Wu Tang became Wu Tangs. They were all big um, fans of. Of kung fu, yeah. So there's a lot of that on TV. So is that where the name, like, what is it? What is the a, name? A lot of it generated from kung, from kung, um, from martial arts and, really? and what was shown on. Don't get me wrong. Don't don't quote me word for word. Mm. But because uh, Wu Tang's a big crew, eh? Like how it is. It is. Yeah, I think there's, there's heaps of them, isn't it? Yeah. There, there's um, there's Method Man. Mm. There's um, Red Man. No, Red Man's mm. not. Was he, was he in there? He's not Wu Tang. He's not so, Wu Tang. So Red Man and Method Man, are, they're boys, but it. Redman's not. Redman. Oh, okay. Um, there was ODB. Um, now it really got me on the spot. I used to be a big fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, sweet. <laughs> the Rizza, the Jizza. Yeah. Um, True. Man. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. We'll yeah. come back to that and we'll head on to it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next podcast. Yeah, yeah. Hard, <laughs> right, bro. Um, yeah, so I think, like I said, as a kid, that, that was mm. just something I always wanted, mm. wanted to get into. yeah. Uh, it wasn't until I got into my late twenties. Not sorry, not late twenties, early twenties. I started mm. going to the gym. It was, yeah. I think, Nevaeh wasn't born yet. So oh, Nevaeh's wow. ten now. Yeah, I don't think she was born yet. But um, yeah. I had a desire to get into the gym, and I had an opportunity with the people I was living with to go wow. with them. Just what flatmates? Yep, yep. Schoolmates. Um, no. Just some people that I met. Um, yeah. 
through through friends. Yeah, yeah. We were flatting together, and yeah, and sure. I started getting into the gym from there. Yeah. Didn't take it seriously until I was about twenty five. Yeah. Um, but I always, I mean, I was in there, you know, yeah. at, at least three times a week. Yeah. Um, and then when I was taking it seriously, I was in there three hours a day. You know. Wow. Morning and night, not three hour sessions each time, but breaking it up. Yeah, Morning hour and a half, an hour and a half, maybe. Mm, mm. Wow. Um, but the reason I, I got into that was yeah. was because uh, I I realised I had an addictive personality. Yeah. Um, and then having having kids, uh, while well, yeah. having a child at the time. Yeah. It, it kind of got me at a crossroads. Yeah. Where, um, the addictions that I associated my life with at the time. Yeah. Weren't very sustainable to be a father. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they were getting a bit out of control. Wow, crazy, bro. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, you know, I mean, it's not cool, you know, when you're in that situation, but I mean, the story of sort of how you've been through, like, sort of a, a probably wasn't one of the most difficult times in your life as well. Yeah, yeah, that was, was just another another learning phase, bro. Wow. Just another learning phase. It was a, it was a very, um, I guess, a, another dark phase in your yeah. life, but I was still conscious of what I was doing, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think 100%. That's, that's what... I guess that's what counted what's helped yeah. me get out of it initially yeah. and so so um, transitioning into um, sort of bodybuilding yep. physique um, is uh, that sort of what so when you sort of got into that did you drift away from I did um, so when I first committed to doing the competition with my training partner mm. uh, in New Zealand at the time his name is Des Farfoy yeah. um, we committed to a show and through that transition of making that commitment I started to filter out a lot of my mm. friends that I had at the time. Wow. I mean, th- it was hard because we we all grew up together. Mm. These are all all your mates that. Hard out. You know, yeah. it was sad. Um, how how was it like? How was that sort of like? How did you filter them out? Like, oh, I just did. You have to just was it like sort of just cut them off, or was it like gradually sort of? No, just... I could still talk to them. I yeah, yeah. Say, look, I've got I'm competing. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was a, it was yeah. a perfect. Yeah excuse to not associate yeah that's good um but like i said it was hard because a lot of these boys i grew up with um and they were they were the boys you know what yeah. i mean and, and a lot of them still are the boys yeah i just needed that time in my life to um detach from yeah. what we were doing yeah do you think they like when you sort of went through that phase of getting into bodybuilding they they understood though um, or was it yes and no? Was it some? Was it some the good, like... the good bros, they understood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Some other people took sort it of, differently. Yeah, yeah. They, they sort of had it. their own opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, that's is right, one thing in life I've learned, bros. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. Um, it's just whether or not you let that opinion affect you or not. Ah, I love that. I love that, bro. That that resonates with me quite a bit I've heard it a few times like from listening to podcasts and whatnot. yeah like sort of yeah. what you just said then and it, it sort of um, it sunk with me and I'm sort of like yeah sweet yeah it's made me happier for it as well bro like it's like it does you know yeah. Yeah. so um nah that's well, which, awesome. which goes back to that story um, that you shared the other day yeah yeah the one that did um, the donkey one the yeah. father son and the donkey yeah. yeah yeah I love that story yeah it was sort of something that I learned off the, the ice project yeah yeah, yeah bro yeah. Yeah. another good podcast of his want to check it's out a, it's but, a yeah. great analogy yeah um, and that, and like like again when I heard that the other day it, it's, mm. it's good to refresh yourself with these kind of things yeah harder because you probably would have heard it maybe before but in a different sort I'd of never analogy. actually heard that story before oh wow I never heard that story yeah um, yeah so when I heard heard your podcast yeah yeah wow I was like oh 
I like that. Yeah, that, yeah. That's cool. And, wow, and it actually like stayed in my head for a few days. Did it? Um, maybe a couple of weeks even. What? I, I said to I shared it with Nevaeh yeah. the same day. Yeah. To see what she thought about it. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't really understand until I broke it down and explained yeah. it to her. Well, my kids were the same. Well, my daughter, uh, Naisha, was the same. Yeah. I, I explained to her and Nara. Nara sort of doesn't know anything. But um, I mean, Naisha as well. She was sort of a bit like... I don't know if it was distracted or she was just sort of doesn't really know what like what are you talking about there like I don't know if she's going through that phase but um I think it's something I'll definitely like reiterate to her again mm. and let her know that sort of like because I, I feel that we remember through stories bro like that's, that's sure. how I remember sure. eh? yeah like through a story it's not actually like like say if I just went up to my daughter and said all right, just don't. Who cares what people think? Do, do be be true to yourself and just do whatever. Mm. Who cares what people think? Like that's. I mean, that's the sort of what it means at the end of the day. Like, but if I tell it in a creative story, yeah, I feel like they'll they'll hold into the story in their head, and then when they come back when they come back to it, it's like, oh, that's what the story exactly. means. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah, so... Um, yeah, like Bible golf and they go, yeah, that's like, what oh, my dad's Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and then they'll share it to their, their kids. 100, you know? bro, it's yeah. It's just planting the seed. Hard out. So it's been, um, yeah, something that I've been sort of uh, trying to get into with um, explaining to the kids and stuff, those stories, and yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, bro, another transition, one that I've sort of, ever since I've sort of known you, I know you've sort of been into big into books. Mm-hmm. Um, do you got, do you got a top three? Top three, uh, or not real? Like, yeah, I can give you the ones that probably helped me the most to, yep, to start yep, off. Yep. Um, like, yeah, give me one and sort of give us a, sort of a background of what it what it sort of means. Bro, the the first, the first book which was which actually went on as a DVD as well. Yeah. This was going back. Um, shucks, it must have been. In, early 20s you know maybe 21 22, yeah. uh, 20, have, you, 22. have you been reading for a while i actually hadn't read physically read a book from cover to cover till i was 30 last year wow um but what was it just, just my, my way of, of books my or? way that i was learning was was through the internet yeah um so the first thing i watched one of the boys brought it over his name's james Penman. yeah he brought over a dvd called the secret yeah and wow. everyone knows the secret it's, yeah yeah it's it's about the the law of attraction yeah and I think I've, I've, I've heard a bit about the law of attraction don't know too much yeah, have you read the book I, I've watched a bit of the, the audio because yep. it's on Netflix yep. now like, I, so I watched a bit of that mm-hmm. and I've uh, listened to Blinks oh, this, this app that I've got on my phone it's just given me an overview of the book mm-hmm. but I haven't read it like you said cover to cover yeah um, so I sort of know like what it means just, just watch the the, the, um, just the, this the Netflix thing yeah just yeah. watch it on there yeah because it, it's got a very simple message yeah but it um, it goes through everything, yeah. yeah which is the, the simple law of attraction. Yeah, sweet. And it, if you can master that, then you graduated a big part of your life. Yeah, wow. Well, it's just yeah, something yeah. you need to always remind yourself. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. Is law of attraction just more like? Is it like putting your thoughts and things into existence, and then that sort of attracts the same sort of yeah. Attra- yep. So I guess so. The law of attraction, yeah, what you think about, you bring to fruition, basically. Right. But it gets a little bit more in-depth than that. So if you are, let's say that you are focusing on having a healthy relationship. Yeah. And you're so focused on that healthy relationship, but you're subconsciously focusing on the negative side of it, you can then bring that into, into play. 
Oh, okay. Negative sides into it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of different ways to explain it. Um, yeah, yeah. But it's what, what you think about, you bring about, basically. Yeah. You still yeah. need to put in the practice as well. You yeah, still yeah, yeah. To, you still need to um, put in the mahi. Action right? it, eh? yeah, 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 put in the mahi. Yeah, yeah, that's right, bro. Yeah, because I know, like, I know I always go, like, sort of go back to the Bible as well, like that, mm-hmm. you know, faith without works is dead. So, yeah. Um, well, the same as it's as, sort of the same praying. thing. Eh? So, so yeah. praying is mm. is relatable because yeah. you're praying for what you want. Yeah. Which, in, in other words, is the law of attraction. You're speaking what you want to existence. Yeah, yeah. But uh, do, do you find people like sometimes when they they can speak about it, but their actions don't back up what they're saying? Oh, for sure. I mean, and that's sort of like we do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we all do it. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's becoming conscious enough to call you out when you do it. Yeah. Or when you are doing it, consciously yeah. being aware, being like, yeah. Man, I can't believe I just did that. I'll remember that for next time. Wow. Do, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just becoming, learning to become aware. Being aware of that. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, bro. I mean, I do it all the time. I, I, yeah. I probably do it daily. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but like, because you said that, because you do it like, you know, you do it daily. Like, so sometimes you sort of say you do it. And then do you ever think to yourself, like, oh, I talk too much shit, like, I talk bullshit, like, mm. do, like you know what I mean? Like, because I'm like, you could you could say, okay, sweet, I'm going to go to the gym, t- like, tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. and tomorrow you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sort of like, oh, well, why do I say that to myself? Because I feel like I'm talking shit, like, what do I just, instead of talk, saying it, speaking it out, just yeah. do, by doing instead? Yeah. Like, I do I, it all the time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, it, what it, doesn't it, like, sort of... For example, I, I say I'm going to get up at a certain time. Yeah. And I never get up at that yeah. time. Yeah. Unless I absolutely have to. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, so what What do you reckon? It's just finding importance and like... It's just... Um, prioritizing? It's I just don't know. recreating a, a morning ritual, um, yeah. which is going to start your day. And right. at the beginning of recreating that ritual of mm. getting up at this time, mm. maybe you have... You get up, you have a glass of water, mm. you might go have a shower, then you might have a... Mm. Top, uh, a cup of green tea or something yeah, yeah. and then doing that repetitively for 60 days yeah. so you reckon habits yeah habits? and then it creates that yeah. habit yeah um yeah 100%. otherwise yeah yeah what's your thoughts on habits habits are everything bro yeah i think habits uh well we create our bad habits we, yeah. we create our, our good habits yeah yeah um, it's just again being aware of what we are doing and then recreating these habits mm. um but it's something you've got to practice every day. Yeah. And to be honest, I've I've been really slack for the last three years since I've been here. Yeah. Take bodyboarding for example. Yeah. My habits were bang on, bro. <coughs> you know, I would get up and out of bed at five o'clock. <coughs> I'd go to the gym. I walk walk on the treadmill for yeah. some amount of time. Yeah. Come home. I had the same thing for breakfast. Yeah. I go to work. Then I go back to the gym. Yeah. Um, do my cardio. Go home, <coughs> make make my dinner, yeah. make my meals for the next day. Mm. It was just a, it was a ritual. It yeah. was a, it was a habit. Yeah. And because I had that habit, um, I knew exactly what I was doing every single day. It mm. just became, um, just repetitive. Became, it became robotic almost. Uh, if, if really? you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. It, it was harder to break that yeah. habit. Yeah. Um, and the results showed because of it. Yeah. But. And when was I, it when oh, I sorry. first started um, dieting? So take this for for example. A lot of people find dieting really difficult. Mm. Um, 
So after my first comp, I know I definitely do, bro. It it, it is, bro. I mean, yeah. it, it is it is hard. I love food. Yeah, so, so do I, bro. I mean, I'm in the phase now of trying to get back into yeah into dieting, not yeah. like strictly dieting, but yeah, flexible dieting. Mm. Um. So my first show I did, mm. we'll give this as an example. Um. So once I competed there, it wasn't the IFBB at that stage. It was um, it was just like a smaller, smaller competition. Oh, okay. What so NPC, not NPC, eh? No, no, no. That NPC is part of IFBB. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, yeah. So this this was just like a couple of regional gyms. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, they had a show. Yeah, yeah. So after I did that show, the moment I got off that stage, I decided I was going to do a show. Um, in Waikato for the NZ IFBB yep. which is 13 months later yep. so just after dieting for that mm. obviously I treated myself for like a week and then I felt it, felt really guilty about it mm. so I don't even think it was a week the first time Really, I was that determined that I was going to compete for this competition which is 13 months later mm. and I dieted for 13 months straight <laughs> Wow! <laughs> to get to the show What? so it actually became really like second second nature for me to eat what out of eating? out of containers all day and prep wow. my meals. Wow, bro! Like, did you? But did you enjoy it though? You would have. I eh? did. I did. Like, yeah. I I enjoyed it. I felt good. Yeah. I don't even. I I didn't even get sick when I was dieting really well. Wow. Um, so every time I did a show, I never got sick. Because you would have been eating super healthy, eh? Yeah. Like what's yeah. Like what was on your cards, bro? Like food, um, <laughs> always veggies, bro. There's always veg, um, good fats, you know, yeah. like peanut butter, coconut oil, yeah, um, avocado, yeah, um, meats for. Is it expensive? Like, it is, what, bro. The bodybuilding diet. It is. <laughs> it is like, very expensive. Like, oh, that sounds like expensive stuff, bro. So the last, the last week of competing, mm-hmm. um, before a show, yeah. my coach would get us onto I fill it. What? Bro, and I was buying like. No way. How much bro, is that a kilo? Bro, That's I was like buying these rolls, kilo, bro, and it was like $70, $70 rolls. And I was getting like three of these, bro, for, for the end of the week because he said just get the leanest meat, like get yeah. eye fillet. Yeah. And then we had to cook it up as dry as it possibly could so none of that moisture. What? Not, not, we the, not the medium any moisture? Bro, no. So <laughs> we got this like, this prime cut, like the oh, best steak you can yeah, get. And, just, and we just, just destroyed it, it bro. <laughs> Chuck it on the high on the barbie, you get leaving there for half oh, come back black ass. Bro, I'll, I'll cook it, <gasps> and then I'll shred it all up again, and then cook it even longer. But why? Like, what does that do? So the theory was that uh, the less moisture your body um, uh, consumed, yeah, yeah. the tighter you were, you were going to be. Because we at that time, too, we were still counting our, our fluid intake as well. Wow, bro. So that would cut down. So Damn. we started, say, like, what did we start? About eight, eight. Uh, liters a day, yeah, and then would slowly taper down from there. Whoa, that's one way it's to do insane, it. It's insane, bro. One way to do it. There's, yeah. there's a lot of different ways. To well, do how because how many comps have you did you do all up? You reckon I did five. You did five, yep. And did you approach them all the same, like um, dieting wise? Dieting wise, the meals changed a bit. The yeah. first the first show I did, there wasn't much much structure to it. Yeah, um, like uh, I didn't understand much. Yeah, as it was anyway. Yeah, like I, I came in really flat. Right. Um, so that means, like, your your muscle fibers didn't pop. 
So right. I haven't had any carbs. Yeah. You need the carbs. You need your muscle to Is it what's to look the full? carbs and yeah, full full your muscle out. Right. And it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. So I I didn't get told that I was supposed to have have carbs before like. Oh. Did you I, have I a was, coach or no? We we had a, me me and the Barry Des we we had a coach but um we were basically running around like headless chickens, bro. <laughs> really? Well, she was busy running the event uh, as well. Oh righty, um, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, no, no dis- discredit to yeah, it, but, yeah, 100%. But she had a lot of other things going on, but yeah, and we also didn't know yeah, what was yeah. going on. And people we did yeah. ask for advice, yeah, didn't really know what was going on either. Wow, but, <laughs> but anyway, we, we still did well. He came first, they come second, so no complaints. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. So that, that was our first entry into competing, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sure, so it's a, yeah, the outcome was still good, yeah. You like, is there a lot of things that you can sort of take from your bodybuilding days that you sort of still incorporate like not maybe like but as an allergies now like the sort of work hard the work ethic yeah maybe um, the discipline consistency, consistency. I, I think the base the base principles that you need in your life um if you if you take them from a bodybuilding perspective yeah, yeah. a suspect uh, perspective sorry yeah and apply them to your life then yeah. you've i mean you've already got the tools yeah, it's just up to you to to learn how to so make them work in what areas and in, in what area you're working on at that time. Yes, yeah, whether it's business, um, relationships. Wow, you know, bro, you've got the tools. Yeah, um, but it's up to you to yeah. figure out how to how they work. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Far out now. That's <laughs> cool, bro. Um, so we'll, oh, that's right. We're talking about books, bro. Do you want to just jot down two more that you yep. sort of enjoy? Um, another book is. Uh, the Power of Now. Yeah. Um, that, that's an awesome book. That's that's more of like a spiritual awakening book. Right. Um, so what is that sort of Power of Now like? The Power of Now. It's a, to sum it up, it's concentrating on this present time, this present moment. Yeah. Um, being one with yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's it's a lot more in depth. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to sum it up. No, yeah, cool. um, But it is a very powerful book. Um, You have to be in a good space to read it. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. So the first, like I was saying the other night, the first time I I read it, I think I read about half of it. Yeah. Um, And this this is going back a long time. That's when I was trying to read. I never actually finished any books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And then I just, I I didn't finish it and then I really came back across it. Yeah, last year, and what impacted you on like in a oh, crazy bro, way? It was, it was talking to me, bro. It was what? speaking to me. What? Yeah, bro. So wow. that, that's what I found. There's a lot of books that either speak to you or they don't. Right. Um, and, and for me, that's that was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the first book I read, actually, mm. um, from cover to cover, was the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, that, that, that bro, book. that's a big book. I've been into like a few bookstores this week, and that's yep. like number one on almost all of the. Bro, it, it, it'll be number one. I think that book's been around for like four years now. Wow, three or four years. Um, yeah. That book's been number one for a long time. That, the the writer, what's his name, Mark Manson, he's actually come to Brisbane. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, in, in a few weeks, I think he's doing a he's doing a talk. A little seminar. Yeah, at um the powerhouse in Brisbane. I yep. seen it on. I think I seen it on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, bro. But like, I because I haven't read it. What, bro? What's that? What's that? Pretty much. I think just the way it speaks to you. It's very easy to read. Yeah. Um, 
and the things that I was going through at the time, it actually helped me understand them a bit more. Yeah. It's just very, it's very upfront wow. and no bullshit, basically. What? You, you know what I mean? So, like, is it dealing with, is it dealing with people or like dealing with yourself? Yeah, dealing with yourself. Um, yeah. Explaining why people might be the way they are. Yeah. Um, and, and so on. Yeah. But it's just, it's like, especially for, especially for people around in, in the early twenties. Yeah. Um, and, and onwards or even the teen, teenage, teenagers, man. I mean, yeah. the way it's written is, is a good way to entice you to keep on reading. Oh really? Just, so it's, yeah. it's, it's a good place to start. And okay. people, people that do go through problems yeah. themselves, I recommend that book to them straight away. Yeah. Cause it's a good base. Yeah. Uh, so that, yeah, those yeah, three. Cool. So what, so we had the secret, we had the power of now, and the subtle art. Yep, the subtle art. Far out, bro. Those are those are those are some pretty wicked books. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah especially going like for me, like I've sort of heard about the secret and the subtle art. Obviously, like that's a big one. Mm-hmm. And the secret is too from way back, and the power of now sounds pretty cool too. Bro. Well, once you finish your books, bro, I've got I've got yeah. the copy here. Yeah, sweet, bro. So you can take that, take it for yeah, a Yeah, because lately I've been into. What books I've been oh it's some more business books at the moment, eh? Yep. Some like some um, personal development as well, mm-hmm. which I've been like, but those are more audio. But the ones that I've been reading have been sort sort of business books, just and not even business, just more um, what I've sort of like into like saving, like the Barefoot Investor, which is a big Aussie one. Like you know, you're, mm-hmm. um, that's one that I got from cover to cover. I smashed that out. Um, oh, you Rich, finished it? Yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 bro. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, which that's that's always like that's a, that's it, an old school is, classic. That's a good one. Yeah, that was old school it's classic. still a, it's still um, still relevant, relevant today. Yeah, 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 bro. That Robert Kiyosaki, the the writer, is pretty. <clears> he's the man, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So watching him on YouTube and stuff, and he's like sort of clicked up with Donald, like ages ago, did some stuff with Donald Trump and stuff, eh? Mm-hmm. Some interviews and all that, but um, yeah, bro. Now that's cool, bro. So those those three books are something that you know books that I probably want to get into myself as well, bro. Um. Just a transition, bro. This gonna this might be a bit deep. I don't know, but we'll sort of go into um, like mental health and all that sort of like your thing on that, bro. Like, yeah. Do you got a I don't know a bit of a story or anything that yeah, you sort yeah, of? Yeah. No, we'll, I feel like yeah. We'll uh, take a little walk down there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, sweet. I think we could talk about this for ages. Yeah. And I, we've already been half an hour, and that they went fast, bro. Yeah. We've been yeah, half an hour, sure. and like, and and this is like one of the subjects that I sort of wanted to spend a bit of time on only because it's i feel um bro especially nowadays with the suicide rate yep. being very high especially back home in aotearoa bro um, oh, it's, it's important it's important to address young teenagers yeah and i think like bro i don't if i can if you know through this podcast we can help one person mm-hmm. just to think well like stop thinking like that or just i don't know sort of give them some, some i don't know some tools maybe yeah, some tools to maybe get through it or um just to express themselves and don't be scared of who they are. I don't know, but yeah. I think you might have a bit, you know, more yeah. to say about that than, than I do, bro. For sure, for sure. So, yeah, bro, like... Oh, uh, where do we start? Oh, well, really? <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, I think now, you know, like I said, I'm 31 now. Mm-hmm. I can reflect back on a lot of my life and understand the way I was feeling, what I was actually going through at the time. Yeah. Um in a clearer frame of mind now as to when I was going, going through certain things. Going through back then, yeah. So, for example, when I was using drugs. Yeah. Um, man, I couldn't even, I couldn't even go out without feel. if I wasn't taking anything, I couldn't go out without feeling like I was high. Oh, like really? I, yeah, but I So I got that bad? 
It did. It did. Like I, I felt like when I was around people yeah. that my eyes were popping and I, I was charging and yeah. I couldn't be out unless I was drunk. I'd smash, oh, okay. I'd smash a box of beers. Yeah. To calm my anxiety, and I didn't even know that that was anxiety. What? No so, way. So was this while you're on drugs or not when you didn't have drugs? This, this is when I was dabbling in them, but yeah. when I wasn't on them, I still yeah. felt like I was when I was going out to in public to to events for example oh wow where our, our friends or yeah or family were True. i just felt like everyone was just thinking like, like this dude's wasted you know what i mean yeah so i used to i sit down a box of beers bro like yeah and they used to mellow you out they used to just they... get me drunk bro and get me on another level you know what i mean oh yeah yeah so you sort of didn't care about sort of yep what, yep i know, could socialize and yeah. i masked that feeling with alcohol wow which i think is um which is, I think, is very common for yeah, yeah, hundred percent, bro. Yeah, for people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I've used that a lot in my life as as, yeah. as a mask. But yeah. Okay, so that, that anyway, that was my first sort of experience with with mental health, and like I said, I, I have a better understanding of how I was feeling now as as opposed to then. Yeah. Um, this was before bodybuilding. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then. Uh, moving along yeah yeah nice sweet <laughs> uh, when I got into bodybuilding it, it, that's what actually brought me out of it yeah to make uh, made me feel healthy yeah yeah made me um, that would have still uh, that would have helped a bit wouldn't it bro it helped me a lot yeah it helped me a big time um, it helped me become more comfortable yeah um, within myself yeah and not feeling like I was anxious all the time. Yeah. Like, don't, don't get me wrong, I still get anxiety and I still had, like, mild anxiety through this stage. Yeah. Um, I still get it every now and again. Wow. And what, where um, do you reckon it's, what do you reckon it stems from, like? I think it just becomes a part of who you are. Wow. It's just be- becoming aware of when it's there and then trying to... Yeah. Settle it. Oh, so I mean, it's, it's not mad. It's not bad. It, no. But... But, uh, so do you reckon it'll, like it'll always be there, but it's just sort of being aware that it is there and sort of knowing how to combat it? Yep, yep, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But do you reckon and you can? Can you get rid of it altogether, though? I, I not really. So. I think oh, you can, yeah. I think you can definitely train your mind to get rid of anything. Wow. Uh, but it's just something you got to constantly work on. Yeah, yeah. Um, True. And Mel Robbins, there's a book that she she wrote. It's called The Five Second Rule. She yeah. goes through a way of explaining how to combat um, mental health issues. Oh. Um, so her approach at it is, so you count back five, four, three, two, one, mm-hmm. and then instead of feeling anxious, you tell yourself that you're feeling really happy. Yeah. So you try and change your mind of how you feel. Like just switch it like that. Yeah. So the, so what she used to do, for example, was she used to go, when she used to do public speaking, Yeah. she'd be nervous as hell. Mm. But she would tell herself five second, uh, the five second rule, five, four, three, two, one. I'm feeling excited. You know what I mean? Whoa! And she would try and transfer those feelings into excitement. Really? Um, so that, and it so, works for her. Yeah, yeah, it works. It Whoa. works. I, I was using it to get out of bed at one stage. Oh, what? <clears throat> so you come back five, four, three, two, one. Just jump Whoa. out of bed. And and her approach oh, that was she watched. Um, she was watching TV and. Um, she saw the countdown for a, a, a rocket taking off yeah. to space. Yeah. And she she's reflect, referred it back onto that, being like five, four, three, two, one, action. Oh. You know what I mean? Whoa. So there's a five-second rule. Another good book. 
Another Damn, yeah, yeah, bro. I'll have to get that one. That seems wicked. Um, so, yeah, yeah, going along, Yeah. Uh, I dealt with a bit of anxiety. I still have a little bit of anxiety. So it's not bad. It's, it's containable. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was my first real real experience with it. Yeah. Um, and then moving over here, you mm. know, there was, which was three and a half, three and a half, yeah. well, coming up three and a half years ago. Yeah. What, what made you move over here from NZ, like? What made you like, stop the whole bodybuilding thing? Did you stop when you left there? Or? I was still in the scene a bit when I moved here. Yeah. Um, but it was more so, like I felt really lost when I was here. Yeah. Because moving over Were your from, kids there? Oh, no, obviously no, you didn't have... No, Nevea moved with me. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. But my ex-partner, <clears throat> my ex-partner and I split up. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. My fault. I was oh, doing really? stupid things. Yeah. Put yeah. it that way. Yes, yeah, sweet. At least you're accountable for it, like, at least you accept it, bro. I think you have to be accountable for everything, eh, bro? Hard, hard, bro. It's the only way forward. Yeah. Yeah, so so we, we split up, and then Navarre and I moved over here. Yeah. And uh, Good move, bad move? Well, it's turned out to be a good move now, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a very difficult transition. Yeah. And, and through that, through that, um, that transition period of, of felt very lost yeah um, because I went from you know having having the boys down the road mm. moving to Australia living with my parents living in in a bedroom with you know stuck in these four walls yeah it just built up this big um this big feeling of depression um, wow and and just just feeling lost yeah um, questioning myself like what what I was up to what I'm doing yeah um, and then I guess for me going to the gym was all I all I was focusing on prior mm. I just tried to keep focusing on that thing and it was going to fix me yeah um, which ultimately didn't oh okay <laughs> you got okay. to pull yourself out you know that's right yeah yeah um, yeah so how did um oh how did Nevaeh deal with the transition bro like the moving up here uh, was it easy she, she found it easy at the oh, start okay. Yeah, and then things started to play out a little bit longer, you know. Um, but but later, yeah, when she would go to school and say, "That's my mum," for instance. Um, well, my ex partner wasn't her mum, but that's what oh. she referred her to. Oh, she wouldn't okay. call her okay. mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to her friends, she would say, "That's my mum." But oh, coming right. over here, she didn't have she didn't have that. Yeah. Um, but since then, her mother, her biological mother, and her have reconnected. Yeah. And. You know, that's you can ask for more. You know, yeah, that's right. There was there was some reason on us moving over, and yeah, I guess that's a part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe everything happens for a reason. Yeah, sweet. Um, so yeah, that was <clears throat> that was a very distorted part of my life. Right. Yeah. Where well, I was just running around like a headless chicken. Yeah. What? Out every weekend on the piss. Um, or not really. Was it just more? Well, I didn't have a job either, bro. I didn't. I oh. didn't get a job for about four months. Oh, really? Yeah, which you know, which is all added to it, and that that yeah, comes down yeah, again to the law of attraction, bro. Yeah. Um, the mind, the mental frame I was in, everything was just working against me. Yeah. I was just so stuck in this rut. Yeah. Um. Also had a a friend pass away back home in New Zealand, oh. and I couldn't even go home to to be a part of her. The um. Tony. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh. So there there was a lot of things that were going on, bro. And, yeah. Um. I I really I kept them inside and I try to try to just bottle them bottle them and just, just try and suppress them. But yeah, 
I found the more I tried to suppress him, the harder that things um, came to deal with. Yep, yeah, yeah. Wow. So I ended up making a few friends slowly. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, it was, to be honest, just a couple of kills. Yeah. And and since then, I've, I've pretty much always had female friends. Wow. And what do you reckon that's like? Why do you reckon that is, though? Well, it's funny. I've, only, I've just... Well, I always knew I'd be able to... I can talk to them on more of an emotional level. Yeah. But it's only really just um, solidified itself recently where I thought... Oh, wow. You know, that, that there's actually a lot of sense behind it because yeah. I could speak to them a lot mm. more emotionally, whether or not yeah. I was telling them my inside yeah. dark feelings. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it, I think it was women bros, they can speak for hours. 100% eh? And, and whereas yeah. with the bros, especially, you know, moving here, I had no close bros. That no, no. I had one of the bros that was here. Yeah. But you don't want to. You don't want to burden. You feel like you've yeah. been burdening. I sort of know what you mean, eh? I sort of know what you mean because I know when I speak, sort of speak to guys, um, or like even my mates, like the like top top dudes, like cool mates, like you know, lo- like love them as mates and stuff. But I mean, like you only talk to them on about certain things. Yeah. You know, you don't really talk to them about sort of like those like, deep things. You know. What you've been up to? Getting on the yeah, piss yeah, and where have you like, been drinking? Fun, who have yeah. you been sleeping with? Yeah, you know yeah, it's I mean? just stuff like that. Like just your just your your cliche guy talk. Yeah. Whereas when you talk to girls, you can sort of, you can talk about sort of, oh, you know, I've just been feeling a bit like this. And, and they sort of, I think they're more empathise with it than guys usually do. Yeah. So, um, no, but I understand what you mean. But I think from like, like I'm sort of at that stage too. I'm sort of not, not speak to girls. Like it's not that, but I just feel like the relationships I do have with my mate, or the, mm. sort of the conversations, the corridor that I'm having with my mates now are becoming more, um, like more uh, like deep and meaningful, sort of like the, the like you know just real like emotional like because I feel by doing that, the, I'm sure there's a lot of guys that do want to talk about it, but they got that that, mesc- that, that masculine stigma. energy. That stigma, yeah, bro. Exactly mm. about like not even bringing it up. Mm. And um, to be honest, bro, like the guys that I have been talking to, just about like just all my vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. like yourself and a few other mates, it's been real cool. Like the reaction hasn't been what you typically think it's going to be like or for myself anyway yeah like it's not the old oh bro like who cares about that it's like i think the mates that i do have are quite similar in that er- in those areas like oh you know and not they're not going to judge me or dog me but they're going to be like bro i feel like i'm the same like bro I'll, look what i went through back then it's like we all got similar stories bro and it's sort yeah. of it's sort of cool like i'm sort of cool like i feel so much freer that i can sort of just chuck them out there to like the close mates but well, I only have a tight little circle but I mean the tight circle that I do have I can sort of have those conversations with which is like bro it's helped me out a lot eh yeah yeah for sure yeah. and that's that's a growing phase for yourself I mean you're going through a, a big transition yeah and um, I think it's important to to change that stigma hard out around bottling up your feelings yeah worrying about what your brother's going to say yeah yeah um, because well, what I was going to get to is um, you're only hurting yourself, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're only hurting yourself. That's right. Yeah. And if you if you're going to open up to your friends mm. and they they shut you down, what do you reckon? Just f them off. Bro, <laughs> just get rid of them. Scratch them, bro. <laughs> scratch Put them. Cross next to their name yeah. and, and move on. I and agree, that, bro. The, I agree with that, eh? That's the biggest thing for me, bro. Is, is when I, you know, things things progressed. 
um, rapidly, you know, with, mm. with my feeling. I, I went through a high, then I went back through another low. Mm. I went through, um, had another child yeah. as well. Mm. Um, and and it just brought up all these all these different emotions. Yeah. Um, and and going so, work, working away in the mines. Yeah. Oh, bro, that was just the the pinnacle of a day. Eh? What just worst? Yeah. Well, or... you know, you you work working overseas. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and working yeah. far away, yeah. and you're not you're not knowing when you're going to see your kids again. Uh... Um. Oh, you go into a dark place. Really? <laughs> you go into a very dark bro, place. Bro, that's crazy because I knew I, I knew you in that time. Yeah. And um, bro, like, cause I, I I didn't know like obviously like you like you needed to make money you want to make some good money, and like, bro, and like you're saying like a dark place like what one of the darkest in your life like. Bro, I'd say the darkest place bro, in my life. Damn. You know, it, it was um, it wasn't a nice place. Well, and like. Being what? isolated from the world, pretty oh, much. And, okay. You know, I was doing four week stints. Yeah. Not knowing when I was gonna, gonna see there. my kids. And or... I remember you coming back, bro. And you're only back for like a week of that. Sometimes you were supposed to be back for a week, but you're back for like four days. That's it. That's and it. I was like, "We're supposed to be back for a week." It's like, "Oh, bro, I've already shot." I was supposed again. to be back for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two weeks. And like, oh man, but they were the darkest days, eh? They were, bro. Yeah. Um, How'd you like what? I was, I was dealing with a lot of things at that time. Yeah. Um, and bro, before I actually went into the mines, I was, I was mentally in a really good place. That's when I started. Oh, okay. I started reading. Yeah. I'd, I'd come through the the hurdle of, um, of moving over here, going through that depressed state. Yeah. And then went through, you know, went through another relationship and yeah. had some family issues. Yeah. Um, so I started to get over that hurdle. Yeah. And went into the mines and, um, I felt, I felt good, bro. I felt. Like clarity was, I felt really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was still drinking in that. Yeah. And, um, not not to mask my feelings. No. Nah. So much, but I, I started to realize I actually enjoyed drinking. Yeah. So I was I'm still. Saying, mate, I was still. I always, enjoy, I always enjoy a good beer. Like, <laughs> like sorry, just to go off track a little bit, but with the drinking thing, like I'm, like I think, cause I think I, I love like I love socializing. I think that's what I love. Mm. And like over a like a, a good banter and a beer, like it's always like I feel like it's sort of like it's, uh, I feel it's I always enjoy it. Ah, oh, bro, you know you, you, we got kids and we work hard in the <laughs> week. And yeah. So not everyone agrees with it, bro, and, and yeah. that goes again to that parable of the donkey and, and yeah. the man and the son. Hundred percent, yeah. Um, you, everyone each for their own, mm. bro. You know. Yeah, yeah. Not doing anything, not doing anything stupid. Yeah. Not going out beating people up. Well, that's you know, right. Not, yeah, yeah. Not causing any harm. Our kids are fine. Our kids are dressed. They're yeah. they're they're warm. Mm -hmm. They're fed. Yeah, you know? that's right. So, so sweet. Sorry, bro. Take you off track. <laughs> no, that's that's all good. Yeah, sweet. Um, nah, sweet is so, bro. So what, what were we talking about? So, uh, what was it over in the mines? Was it before the mines? Sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, before the mines. So, so I went through a couple of hurdles, bro. Yeah. yeah. Um, before I went to the mines, I was I was in a good place Me yeah. mentally. I was really doing. Amazing. Yeah. The best I've been for a long, long, long time. Yeah. Because I neglected um, personal um, personal development. And oh, okay. I, and I, was, I just started to build all that back up over like a, a, about a year, mm. a year transition. Maybe, maybe a little bit of a shorter space of time. But yeah. mentally, everything was starting to tick come around. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was starting to come right. Um, and then working away, uh, I was actually working with this young fella. And he was in a dark space at the time. Oh, okay. And I was feeling that pumped, bro, that clear, like my clarity, yeah. you no know, mental clarity. 
um, I felt really good and yeah. I um, I helped him get through all of his adversity that he was dealing with at the time yeah um, and after a while things just started to to fall back you oh, know started to fall apart again yeah Where, and I think a big part of that was just being away for so long okay yeah um, well because I remember I sort of had a conversation with you I think on one of your breaks and I said bro like I'm like, cause I, I was sort of over my job, and I was sort of like, I, I like I was making like, no, I wasn't making much money, but I was, I was still getting by, but it was struggle street. Yeah, that's I sort right. of hit you up, and I was like, bro, like, is there any opportunities out there? And I remember you saying like clearly, you're like, there is, bro, but I don't think it's for you, bro. Like, I don't think you would want to miss out on your family, and, and that's sort of like I didn't say, I remember not saying anything, but I was just like, oh, okay, bro. And I mean, I, I just I meditated on that for a bit, and I was sort of like, like it's sort of like. You, it sort of resonated with me like a lot, and I was sort of like, yeah, I was. I sort of, it sort of made me think deeply about, about like my kids, my wife, like, and the more important things is like being there with them. Yeah. Like, bro, who cares? Like, as long as you're just getting by and being with your kids, bro, you're happy. Yeah. Like, and it sort of like made me think, bro, you don't have to do that. Like, I sort of felt like that you were saying that to me in, in a way. Yeah. In a, in a nice type of way, like, oh, you don't have to oh, do that, bro. Oh, I mean, anyone that asked, I'll yeah. tell them straight up. Yeah. If they got a missus or kids, I say, nah, no, it's not for you. Yeah. I say if you want if you really want to do it, yeah. then I give you the contact. Yeah. But um no, I'd, I'd always steer people away. Yeah, yeah. Well I heard heaps of relationships that ended like with people I mean, on the minds and stuff like that. These guys there they're on their third wives bro, you know? What? <laughs> like, True. There's one guy that was that I was working with one time and his his wife left him um, oh. recently, you know, so Damn. It, it's hard, bro, because the the guys out there are just working their asses off, man, mm. trying to trying to slave for their family. It's yeah. like doing a a paid jail sentence. Wow. Um, True. Then, I didn't think of it like that. Oh, bro, it, it is. It's not a nice place, and um, yeah. so for all those people that hound your partners, yeah, yeah, they're working away. <laughs> man, oh. you have no ah. idea. Yeah. And how much of a horrible place it is. It's, it's, Damn. It's like being inside, bro. I haven't been well, inside, but but. The stories you've heard similar. <laughs> well, from my experience, bro, yeah, it was, it was a jail sentence. Damn. <laughs> Especially those long stints. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, you know, you're just trying to do the best for your family. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, bro. No, that's cool, bro. Um, oh man, I could talk to you for ages about this. I mean, we only got like, I think we're on like almost fifty minutes. Okay. Right now, so we've got ten minutes left. Oh, we'll, we'll go. I reckon we just wrap it a like, little bit deeper with the um. Depression? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. We'll wrap it. Yeah. Can't get around to it. Yeah, bro. So, um... Oh, that's a question I've got to ask you. But I'll let you stick on to this first. Yeah, so, um... Anyway, come come out of that, that job and ended up starting... So, I worked for myself now. I started my own company. And, uh, really delved deep into personal development, development again. Mm. Was this after Mines? Sorry? Yeah. Yeah, yep, yep, this is after the Mines. Yeah. Um... And... By you know mental, mental health, uh, personal development, it mm. just, it it's the key, bro. You know, being investing in yourself. Yeah. Um, you can fix all your problems yourself. Mm. Um, if you are going through, the people that are going through their their problems, mm. um, just need to learn to speak out, bro. Mm. To speak up. If you speak to someone and they put you down, I mean, this is what happened to me the first time. Mm. I was put down. I was told I was a weak, um, blah blah and. Yeah. And it really caved me in, bro. And it made me hold on to that that much longer. Wow. And bottled those feelings in. Mm. Um, 
It wasn't until I reached out to Fano when I was feeling in my all-time low. I said, yeah. hey, look, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. Um, just want you to know. Yeah. And uh, once I, I spoke to them and let them know, yeah. bro, that weight started to come off. Wow. Um, and then, um, bro, I'm, now I'm just open about it, bro. I, I think, you know, I've seen I've seen that many people top themselves, so I'm, I, I just, you know, pe- people need yeah. to speak up, be able to speak up, yeah. and not be scared to speak mm. up. Speak to your bros if you if one bro turns you down, then speak to another bro. Yeah. Speak to your mum. Speak to your dad. Yeah. I didn't speak to my mum and dad because they're old. Well, they're not yeah. old, but. Yeah. you don't want to install fear onto them to worry ah, about okay. their kids they do that yeah. you know yeah. subconsciously anyway yeah yeah, um, yeah. bro a question is um, so because you've been in the depressed state before mm-hmm. like coming from like either being a friend a family member or um, you know someone that you know may know someone that's depressed how do you um, how do you get them to sort of like how do you give them help like how how like how would I know to give like help or just how do you give someone like that help like mm. as a person that sort of could help if you're willing if you actually know that they are yeah. in a dark place or well yeah well, yeah both if you even if you even know or yeah. even if you didn't know or was it hard to actually well, know like how do you sort of like say for myself like how would I sort of because I don't know, there could be like a few of my mates that are out there feeling this way, bro, at the moment, and I, I don't know because they won't Maybe, open up I, about like how would I, I think. I think um, I see what you're saying, and I think yeah. I think the best way to do it is by exposing yourself. Yeah. Exposing yourself, putting this is which is what I'm doing. Yeah. I want to expose myself. Yeah. Um, to anyone who's li- listening. Yeah. To understand. Um, that I've dealt with this, I've yeah. I've felt this, and I'm not afraid to speak about it. Yeah. Um, and then once you've opened up yourself, and other men or women, um, are, can relate to those feelings. Yeah. Then. It should just open a window. Yeah. Open the door. Oh, that oh that's cool. Like, but, but also being able to say to someone, you know, your bro, how are you? Yeah, yeah. And then ask them again. Not but yeah. really, how, yeah. how are you? Yeah, not, yeah. Not, not how are you as in what have you been up to mm. how are you in here yeah so you just, just yeah. ask that deeper question yeah okay yeah 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 cool because that's something that like mm, that I'll like especially being like you know knowing the stuff now bro like hanging out with a few of my mates I probably want to be more asking those questions you know mm. instead of just oh hey bro what have you been up to like blah 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 like that that boy that boy banter like even just like instead of hanging out with people in, like my mates in a group yeah hey, just one on one time bro came for a coffee after yeah, work yeah, or yeah. something so it's just that one on one maybe that's when you're in your group it's just more I think eliminating um, alcohol yeah and and um, hanging out with your friends in a clearer frame of mind yeah it's probably an easier way to easier way uh, well. extract information to how they're really doing because mm. when you're drinking obviously start to get a little bit carried away you start yeah. to get on that party vibe you know yeah, what I mean yeah so um, I guess that's that's another another way is just to hang out with your friends in a clearer frame of mind yeah yeah. oh okay now that's good for notice because I know I, when I used to hang out with my mates it's definitely over a beer or something yeah I find it's weird because I find when, I, when I've had a beer bro I open up quite a bit mm-hmm. and but, like, that, but that's how you are you know yeah yeah you, like you and I are very similar in that manner we, we right, can yeah 
we're happy to expose ourselves. Yeah, yeah. But it's how deep we want to go. Yeah, true. I think I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm. I think with a beer or a bit of alcohol involved, I think I am what I am sober, just but just escalated, mm-hmm. like just on a on another level. Mm-hmm. I think. Like sober, I can talk about this all day, bro. I I, I, I could set up camp, bro, and talk about this stuff. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it excites yeah. me, and it's sort of like. That's been good because yeah, yeah. I'll call you up a couple times on weekends. Yeah, yeah. How you going, bro? What, yeah, bro. What have you been listening yeah. to? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we've been on the sort of same sort of vibe for a, for a while now, like mm. especially knowing what you've like been listening to and podcasts and uh, audio books and stuff, bro. I've been enjoying like sort of what you've been passing on to me, and it's been like it's been like I'm like yeah, sweet, because I, I get something out of it, bro. I, lo- yeah, I, I yeah, love yeah. learn like I love getting knowledge, bro. Like every day, like if I can learn something off someone, yeah, bro. I'm, that make that makes me buzz like it makes me excited and that's that's all it's about bro is how much value the yeah. people who you are surrounding yourself yeah, yeah. and uh bringing into your life yeah yeah you we only are here for soon out of time yeah who out of our friends are bringing us value and who are not yeah yeah so uh it's it's important to um be around the people that are sharing the same vibes the people you can learn from yeah yeah that's right bro bro with been almost came up to our time. We've been on for like fifty-seven minutes, so oh, three minutes bro, left. I feel like we got two. <laughs> we can do. We can, we, we can make I'm a part two, bro. Deeper, bro. I know, I know, bro. Like this is, bro. This has been a good, like, especially just to open up, open up, cut it all with you. I think we'll probably click up together more, bro. Because I yep. think you've got to, like, you only just touch the surface of oh, what you bro, sort of. Yeah, this is very, you, know, you tickled the surface of, of your story. <laughs> your brief about your thing. Um, your cut it all, bro. I, I was gonna, I mean, could have went into like. You know, yourself being a single parent with kids, which yeah. is something that I could probably into into another podcast. If of we, course, bro. If we got time, bro. Um, you know, throughout the throughout the weeks or years, what all the months, which would be cool. That's something that you know I'd love to go into, um, relationships and whatnot. But um, just to wrap it up, bro, I just ripped down one question. Mm-hmm. Um, just relating back to a parent, just being a parent, bro. And um, the question is, what is something you want to teach your kids that you were never taught as a young person? Values, bro. Values. Yeah. Um, Is there anything specific? Any specific specific values or um, um, traits or? There, there's there's many of them to be honest, yeah. bro. I, I I guess um, if I can just round it up to a couple, round it up bro. to to one would be okay. to teach my kids to be able to learn from their lessons right. sooner. True. Also, be able to. When they go through adversity, being able to find the gratitude in that adversity to wow. flip it around and to take something away from it rather than to hold on to that um, wow. that negative space. Wow, that's special, bro. That's a cool one. I oh man, I I don't think I've heard it that that type of way. Is it sort of like um so sort of like you the first part you sort of said no it should. I, the first part sort of like um when you like when you fail like learning from your lessons and you're sort of like oh what did you say oh i forgot but like like I, like what i sort of got from it is like sort of don't be afraid don't be afraid to fail in a way yeah that's, like sort that's, of that's another another one or too like yeah. sort of going off the I back mean, of not really of, yeah you can bring that into it yeah yeah um i mean failures yeah that's another one bro yeah. don't don't be afraid to fail yeah because What's the worst that's going to happen, bro? Hundred percent. You you're gonna fail. Um, yeah. Let's say you try a new job. Yeah. Doesn't work out. You try another one. 
Yeah, sweet. You know, you relate that to everything. Yeah. Nah, shock, bro. Nah, thanks for being on the podcast anyway, brother. Appreciate it. Well, good, my bro. Uh, Thank that you. was good. A good quick hour in, bro. We could have went on for days. So, um, you guys, just give us a um, any questions he's got on for Andy or myself. Just hit him up. Or, is that all good? On yeah, Instagram? Yeah. Um, Andy Archie on Instagram. Um, or myself, uh, that dad Jordan on Instagram. But a feedback or Facebook. would be yeah. awesome. But a feedback. And, um, yeah, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it, bro. Kill him, my bro. Oh, that's us. Thanks.